One witch is powerful. A coven of witches is unstoppable. Want to go deeper in your craft with the support of your basic witches? Then join our coven on Patreon. We have three tantalizing tiers with ad-free episodes, shout-outs on the pod, monthly card pulls, and girl talk, where you get to connect with us one-on-two. So, are you a basic witch, boss witch, or our best witch? We can't wait to see you in the coven. Hexo, hexo. Basic witches. I mean, we're witches, <laughs> basically. Hey, witch, it's Rach. You've really gotten to know me and I want to get to know you. Enroll in my virtual self-love course, learn to fucking love yourself, and we'll connect one-on-one in your complimentary coaching call. Learn to Fly is a crash course that'll heal your entire internal world. It covers inner child work, cord cutting out the bullshit from your life, Marie condoing your mind, and tactical exercises that will teach you how to enjoy being you. Read the stellar reviews and enroll at rachellaforest.com slash learn to fly. Let's get high on self-love, baby. Hey, witches, Leah here. You know my all-time favorite thing to talk about is manifestations, synchronicities, and going for the goals. So if you're ready to put your feminine energy in the front seat and whoa, manifest some shit, wait, are you really going to bleep out shit? I can't say shit. This is my commercial. Anyway, what are you waiting for? It's canal or never. Join my four-week manifestation course, buy my deck, art, and more by going to www.leahkanauer.com. L-E-A-H-K-N-A-U-E-R.com. Hey, witches. We're so happy to have you here. You're listening to Basic Witches. I'm Rachel LaForest. I'm Leah Knauer, and today we are joined by astrologer, pro-witch, queer cosmos, Colin Bedell. And you're going to love Colin. Mm. He is a pro-witch, but totally a basic witch with us and breaks mm-hmm. it all down for you. Um, we, we, as usual, got into the questions of life and existence and the cosmos and what the fuck is happening in the stars, how it's mm-hmm. affecting us. He knows his shit mm-hmm. and we laughed so much. It was such a fun conversation. It's a long episode, so we're going to keep it tight. Uh, quick reminder to join our Patreon if you're not already in there buy some basic witches merch connect with us and we love you so much um now it's time to go to the cosmos the queer cosmos right now baby wish i had an air horn wow i do have two air horns i was gonna yeah. say <laughs> <laughs> we got you good yeah. job good job um oh my so gosh we, are we were so much fun yeah we were just talking about how less is more i had yeah inspired by you Colin narrowed my availability and I found that I'm having so many more bookings with with coaching clients and card readings oh god and it was it was like intuitive and inspired by you I realized 
Like I can't work seven days a week. Why am I even offering that availability? Who, right. do, I, who do I think I am? Well, you're clearly a productive of service person who knows that like, if you're mm. personal growth, this time right now is the fucking Olympics. We don't have, the, <laughs> we don't have the time to sit this out, you know, That's but true. we also need about two days to regenerate and I don't know, fucking do our laundry and other yeah. shit. You know, yeah. so that's why like I when I wrote out that template, like I only work Monday through Friday, 10 to 5. My Capricorn stellium threw up and put up a big fight. Wait, I, we're so similar. Are you a Capricorn moon too? Capricorn oh. ascending. Okay, I love it. So you got Gemini Cap in your mm -hmm. chart. So you understand yep. who are we yes. to not make ourselves work seven days. But then the <laughs> yes. high-minded integrity Capricorn comes in and says, you're of no use to anybody if you're fucking depleted and resentful. Mm -hmm. I was like, mm -hmm. so you also <laughs> narrowed it down and it, since you made that shift how has it felt oh energetically amazing you know okay. and just what like, inspired oh. it oh because it was really the first wave of covid and okay. so what happened was is good problem but i was booked out almost four to five months in advance and i was doing about three readings per day five days Ooh, a week. That's a lot. Yeah, sometimes six. And that's not even my primary, you know, revenue mm. stream or service, right? I still have writings. Mm -hmm. I still have other things and consecration. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And my twin <laughs> sister, my Gemini twin was like, listen to me. You wow. work too hard. Cut it out. You, you're no use to anybody. So just rein it in. And she's like, and raise your prices. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. there comes a time to do both. Yeah. yeah. And so, you can you can feel that. Wait, your sister is your mm -hmm. actual twin? Oh, yeah. I'm and a you're Gemini both twin. Gemini, obviously. That's oh, so my cool. I know. Are you, I are you similar? The the, we are the Gemini twins. Um, yeah, you know, we have so much in common. You'd have to see us. Like, wow. you'd have to observe us in, like, a laboratory to, to understand. But, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, no, we are very, we at our fundamental, like, core we're almost identical yeah but she's a psychologist so she specializes in children and does elementary education to provide them with the social emotional support they need to be mm -hmm. learners and i work with primarily couples and relating so we're like two sides of that yeah Whoa, yeah you're yeah but you're both dealing with the emotions oh mm -hmm. totally yes yeah. emotional impacts we're trying yeah no and she's doing it at the at the childhood level and i'm talking to adults adults yeah. adults yeah. Air we all need it. Yeah, we're all children. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, thank you, Gemini. You guys know. Yeah. Like, I mean, yes. Yeah. We literally are, though. It's so crazy because we carry mm. our inner child around, and I'm learning in therapy how it's mm. just repeated programming that you developed when you were a child living in an right. adult body. Like, yes. we Ooh. are just repeating the patterns Ooh. of our childhood. Yeah. yeah. You summarize that beautifully. Mm. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And like, I heard the boom, like the hammer. Yeah. Oh. I love oh. it. Yeah, I know. That's why I didn't make that noise. Well, so you were saying that concept yeah. is called washing the other hand when we do yeah. less is more. What does that mean? Well, I meant more so like, because I was actually nervous to say that because this is really the first two weeks I've ever implemented it. I am yeah. so in the kind of early phase. And then, so mm -hmm. when I said it, you kind of, it, it may have illuminated you to do the same thing. And then you washed my mm -hmm. other hand to be like, thank God you did it because now I did. Affirm. Because this, the, the inner child, probably yeah. people pleaser in me is like, oh no, don't yep. do literally that. the people pleaser <laughs> well, you're, you're, like, you're setting boundaries yes know, that's what yeah. that left, is left and right do you guys yeah. feel like 
I mean, I don't know if it's because I moved and now I live close to family. So it's, it's living by family as an adult now when I haven't lived by them since I was 15, mm -hmm. since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm in this full circle thing right now where now mm -hmm. I have to come in and te teach boundaries to them because I haven't lived by them in so long. Oh, like yeah. my adult boundaries Ooh, like are what? different. Oh, like yeah. I'm, an, I'm a huge introvert. I can't come over that many nights a week. I can't be in that big of a group of people. Even yeah. though I grew up in a household of 10, I, <laughs> as an adult now, I can't handle it. I was an introvert living in a house of 10 people. You want to talk about like inner child fear. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's hard. Wait, and can I ask your astrology? Yeah, Scorpio, Aries, Scorpio. So oh, double Scorpio yeah. ascendant and where I came from, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's like, talk about introvert. Is your son in the 12th house? Oh, you know? shoot, I don't know. I bet you it is. Oh, I bet you it is. Oh, shit, maybe we should... Is it quick for you to pull Colin, up our do you charts? just like I find people's signs in a conversation okay. oh, and just like immediately, immediately read them? Oh. Well, how else am I supposed <laughs> to live my life? <laughs> yeah. I can't help it. I know. I try to read it in. I really, I swear. But I'm like, I cannot, <laughs> I have no boundaries with myself. Um, mm. And I'm just like, uh, what time were you born? Call your mother. Like, I need to figure yeah. this out. <laughs> Okay, but no, so Son of the Twelfth House would give you that positionality of, okay, you know what, I really need my alone time to so just give you that confirmation. And it's funny, okay, so clearly this is a candor safe space zone. Oh, yeah. But like my Capricorn moon, and this was stupidly, this I'm not proud of this, but like when I would hear the inner child phenomena, I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that's where I would, that's where I would go with that. I'd be like, are you out of your fucking mind? You're an adult, act like it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then I got totally like schooled on exactly how essential it is. And now I'm seeing it in so far as, okay, so isn't it amazing that like you are around your family, the environment by which the inner child protective programming was downloaded. Yes. The past and the present are now one. And that's really where you're able to heal because yes. these subconscious programming patterns are here. And thus you're interrupting it with the original source with ground zero, patient zero. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I get it. But immediately I didn't. Go ahead. Okay. But you a hundred percent do get it because literally I blew my mind to the point where I got a migraine the next day and my sister and I think it's because I blew my mind with exactly that revelation <laughs> what you just oh, said yeah, to me like yeah, yeah. I went to the lake here Lake Erie where I grew up and um I'm a Are water sign Ohio oh right, right. okay yeah. yes 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 okay but but I when I was 15 I moved to New York so and then Ooh. I saw I saw this whole bird's eye view um so I did seven and a half years in New York seven and a half year, years in Los Angeles so 15 years away, 15 years home. Now oh. I'm coming back. It's oh, all just, oh. Bleh, it's like so <laughs> perfect. Connected. Yeah. So connected so and full circle. Return. Oh my God. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. it's like, I just finished my Saturn return. So now I'm, now I'm capable to heal these deeper parts. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, I went to the lake and saw the most beautiful sunset and the most abundant nature which is what I came here for and mm. to finish writing my book and be in nature and be able to afford it. Mm. Um, little did mm. I know I really came here to heal my inner child. And I had that revelation. Mm. I'm like, oh shit, I actually came here to like do this major healing. Uh, wow. So which so is probably of part of the book anyways. It's yes. like, and maybe oh, the inner yeah. child needed to be seen as like a communicator, an author, uh, a speaker in some ways. Mm -hmm. And maybe because there was 10 people, mm -hmm. you didn't feel like you had a voice. Oh, yeah. And, and that I know is all throughout my chart. All the speaking yep. and writing is all throughout my chart. Yeah. Love it. I love Leah. The Absolutely. Gemini nod, right? She's like, yes. 
I know it all. <laughs> I know. And I'm like looking at you. I'm like, I do that too. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Colin, you'll you'll appreciate this. So uh, my like crazy moment, my mom is a Capricorn. She and I have always, mm. always butt heads. Mm. And it wasn't until like being a witch and getting more into astrology that I realized that I'm a Capricorn ascending. Oh, yeah. And it's so interesting. It's it's like a coming home and and literally by accepting myself, I'm also accepting her. And just the fact that I'm so much like her and I tried so hard to not be like her, but by loving myself I'm and my Capricorn side, I'm also learning to love her Capricorn side. Oh, beautifully stated. I'm so proud of you. And what's your moon sign? Thank you. Pisces. Pisces. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. What a gorgeous a little chart. Sweetie. Yeah, a little <laughs> Pisces moon sweetheart, but then like obviously extremely intellectual so Gemini and grounded Capricorn rising. Gorgeous chart. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Rachel, you're what on What are double- you? Oh, God. Gemini sun, Capricorn, <laughs> Leo rising. It's like- Leo rising. Really? Leo. Oh, yeah. Are yeah. you nervous about that? <laughs> Why do you say that? Because <laughs> it's funny. I actually think- there's a, well, let me ask, let me not even project. What yeah. do you both consider are some of the common reflections of fire signs, if any at all? Aries, Leo, mm. Sag, what do you, yeah. how do you interpret Leaders, that? Leaders, bold, strong-willed, strong. fun. Yes. Okay. Um, Wanting to be seen. Right. Well, for Leo specifically, um, pride and a little bit of distance before getting mushy, they're kind oh. of like, you get, okay. in my opinion, yeah, they don't go That's right to like frame. lovey, but they... Um, but they mm-hmm. do take a lot of pride in loyalty and yeah. commitment. There's a little oh. bit of ego and like um, right. yeah. a little bit of a wall at first. Yes. Yeah. That's why I'm always like, oh, if I have to admit <laughs> that I'm a Leo rising, I'm like, oh, here we go with the projections. Not now, please. <laughs> but because it, it's funny, I think Leo is an, an energy and astrology that doesn't necessarily get approached in a conversation with being service oriented, right? Because it's, mm-hmm. oh, I'm all about me. I want to be seen, blah, blah, blah. I don't find that that is often the Leo desire because if it's in their astrology, the the spotlight follows them. So they have no choice mm-hmm. but to be seen. It's whether or not they want to and what are they doing with it, you mm-hmm. know? So, and we have that full moon in Leo tomorrow, Thursday. Yeah. It's today's month? Yeah, tomorrow's Thursday, January 28th. And so that's when we're going to see that energy reframe differently. But yeah, I think the fire signs don't necessarily get the groundedness and the empathy and compassion that they deserve because we kind of buy into this myth. Mm. This, I'm going to go a little Gemini soapboxy, yeah. but please, I'm all ears Always. for you guys to tell me. Isn't it so interesting that like when it comes to how we think about, you know, empathy or compassion, we immediately go to, oh, one must be introverted, introverted to possess those skills. And then if we're thinking about it in terms of, you know, oh, narcissistic behavior, immediately we go into the the kind of malignant, grandiose narcissism that we saw with the former president of the United States, right? Mm -hmm. And I kind of always like to tell people, like, one could be an introverted narcissist and an extroverted empath. Mm, Yeah, totally. I believe that's true. Okay, good, because you're a Scorpio truth teller. You're like, a duh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) People, it's like, oh, if you kind of walk in fully sure and you know how to ask questions you know how to talk you must be all about you that's usually that kind mm. of if then causation which is why i think the fire signs get a lot of shit yeah there are a fucking handful mm. and annoying blah, blah, blah. who isn't you know yeah. <laughs> but i kind of feel like we don't necessarily look at it well why am i thinking about it in this if then causation and mm-hmm. so enter no exit my soapbox that's that <laughs> <laughs> and i stop yeah well i think that 
I have a lot of Leos in my life and I always have, but I had one Leo that hurt me badly. So of course I have my own personal, like I do as well. Scars both of our from exes. a lion. Ooh. Yeah, both of our exes. Um, okay. <laughs> so sorry about that. But but <laughs> I find that the Leos that are friends, not lovers, I really get along with. So I think it just wasn't right for me as a love. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. or it's like, hey, they taught you something. You're learning yes. it, you're applying it, right? Because I think every single zodiac sign teaches their astrology and we're all students of everybody else's. Mm-hmm. Only when we resist that education are we go, ugh you must be and I'll never blah, blah, blah. Mm. And the irony is that everybody has all astrology in them. So if you're rejecting them, you're really rejecting yourself. A part of yourself. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, so Colin, <laughs> do you personally look at charts when you're dating? No. Oh, oh. do tell. No, I don't. No, I do not. Because uh, celebrated astrologer Jessica Lignato kind of said she doesn't look at anybody's astrologies that she's in a personal, you know, I think she's in a relationship now, but beforehand she didn't. I was like, oh, that's really interesting. I guess I shouldn't do that either, you know, because she's a triple Capricorn. So all about ethics and stuff. And uh, now that I'm in it, I know. And now that I'm in it, I do this all day long. I think I would mm-hmm. almost, because I don't want to teach my partner that I'm your boyfriend and your astrologer. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not doing that. Hire one of my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to be your boyfriend, not your astrologer. So the minute yeah. I even start, I'm like, stop, 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 stop. Okay. I told you. You don't even that. want to talk, talk to them about astrology? Sometimes like I'll kind of like preface it with like, oh God, I don't want to astrologize, but you know, <laughs> but I really try not to because you know what I've noticed too? It opens up a part of me that I don't want to be extending in romantic relationships. It's like how you don't mm-hmm. want to be your partner's therapist or mother or like you can, yeah, you right. need to keep some, some mm-hmm. circles separate. Exactly. Yeah. And I know mm-hmm. that once I start, I, I actually had a Sagittarius kind of because my polar opposite sign right <laughs> oh he got me so bad because <laughs> we were just we were just laughing and then all of a sudden he told me about a particular pain point that he had and without even thinking about it you guys i went right into astrologer mode uh-huh. and i my tone changed my body language was different and he was like yeah mm-hmm. so you think we can go back to what we we're talking about before because i don't know like i didn't need a reading and i was like oh oops <laughs> I know. but i like loved the honesty i was like yeah. Well, it's fucking true because I Damn. did. I felt everything in me change as mm. I'm that way. And that Sag wasted no fucking time. He had Scorpio in his chart too. He's like, yeah, let's, let's talk so the way we did as soon as the conversation started. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I know. I, I recently <laughs> have, and maybe you can tell me if, well, actually, I have a few questions about is this anything to do with what's going on in the stars, some sure. collective phenomena. Okay. But um, one of the things I noticed recently is that. I, so I'm a reflector, human design type. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. 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 So I've started just when I'm working with people saying, okay, this is, I'm a reflector. So I'm just going to give you what, what I'm seeing that's not working. And it's been like changing people's lives like crazy. And the only difference that I changed was that like, I just, I'm not in, I lowered the inhibition on saying the, 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 um, Mm. What's that called when it's like brutal honesty that I can share as a reflector and direct feedback and direct. It's like, I'm wondering, cause where did that shift come from? Is that something that's going on where we're shifting into more brutal honesty right now? Like in the stars or. Ooh, 
Or I'm is gonna this... pull a big Gemini, Rachel. Okay, okay. it actually asked Leah because Leah has Capricorn in part. <laughs> okay. What would your answer be about why that feedback is working now? Go ahead. I think definitely times yeah. are changing. Um, people are being more honest. I think social media is a huge part of that. Do you agree with that, Colin? Like people literally using their voice and wanting to be seen God, more genuinely so. now. Um, so. Bullshit is being called out with Black yeah. Lives Matter mm. with so many different things that people yeah. are just not, people are willing to face the truth now, which I think yeah. is dope <laughs> yeah totally think so no i was actually yeah because i think with capricorn we actually throughout all of 2020 we had jupiter and saturn and pluto in capricorn it was in aquarius for a couple of saturn was in aquarius for a few months by and large the capricorn energy really textured 2020 and astrology is a continued conversation so if you want to know about what's happening in 2021 let's look at the key findings of 2020 and whether or not we're applying it here Right. Mm -hmm. And I think Capricorn energy really in this span of COVID and the racial uprising and everything that was happening, I think what we're realizing is it's extraordinarily difficult for people to lie to mm -hmm. themselves. And if we are not being the most mm -hmm. grounded truth tellers in the room, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. Especially in a space in culture mm -hmm. where listening has never been more receptive. What are we doing? Mm -hmm. You know, and Capricorn energy is like, look, where would we be without a stern talking to? We already had the North Node in Cancer where everyone got their nice little emotional empathy and compassion, self-indulgence, mm -hmm. but that chapter is over. So now Capricorn mm -hmm. entered and it was like, okay, so now here's what you're gonna hear, left, right, top and bottom, straight, no chaser, okay? <laughs> and I'm telling you this because I don't want you to keep fucking up. You already mm -hmm. had your coddling, you already had your nice little there, there. It didn't and you work. Still didn't work because you're yeah. still not getting the fuck over yourself. And you're coming to me. So right. like, Rach, you they're coming to, to yeah. you for a reason. They want your honesty. All three of us, you know, yeah. like they're coming to us for a reason. What's yeah. working yeah. isn't yeah. working. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. So who knows who, right? And who knows what right now? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And like, let's just have compassionate, grounded truth telling. And you're absolutely right. I think the more kind of direct we are, the happier we'll be because we optimize our authenticity. Mm -hmm. And theoretically, the happier the listener will be because it's like, well, goddamn, I was waiting for someone to tell me. Yeah, mm. okay, good, good. Okay, well, that aligns. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. as like a, an astrologer and a truth teller yourself, Colin, <laughs> how did 2020 change you? Because you're oh. already, okay, you know, Gemini very aware. Question yes! asker. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my God. How did, how did 2020 change me was the question, right? If I'm going to, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, so yeah, a, a big transit that I went through similar to what you are going through, Rachel, is that I uh, like accidentally moved back in with my family, which I like never saw coming. Same here. <laughs> never saw that coming. Wow. Okay. Not in a million years. Never, never. With all my intuition. Never. Not, still never. didn't see it. Not from outer space, nowhere. Yep. So cool. Isn't that nice? Mystery in my life still, even though <laughs> so much of what I do is patterning, <laughs> producing uncertainty. But no, so I was able to be with family for months and uh, it was just so beautiful. My twin sister mm. just had a little baby girl. Oh. And uh, I know, it felt so nice. And so it was just wonderful to be totally surrounded by family and actually start to find and imagine home as wherever I am, not just New York City. Because I was born bred and buttered in New York. So it's like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm only going to stay here, live here, love here, die here. I can only <laughs> do it here, right? I know your type. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, but why? Why? Go, go, go see other places. Yeah. And so that's been hugely transformative. And then also just finding family and whoever I'm talking to. 
Mm, that's you know, beautiful. beautiful. That's really it. Cause that's what I think it comes down to. So, and do you feel like that finding family and whoever you're talking to comes from being in a shared traumatic experience together that we all are? <laughs> yeah. Is that like, like why? Yeah. Okay. yeah. And then also because of the work that we do, how many of our client stories sound identical? Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Same patterns, same patterns. So it's like, yeah. oh, we're all in the same suit. Okay. So mm-hmm. Let's not act like anybody got the pamphlet in the mail on how to get right, out of it. Right, right. Oh, totally. <laughs> Yesterday, okay, so I'm doing EMDR in therapy, which is oh, like, cool. it, it's basically incorporating tapping to yeah. rewire your brain. Yeah. Um, and you get these crazy like insights from somewhere deep in there. Yeah. And wow, okay. yesterday I was seeing this insight of like, of just how every human being's life is hard. And that wasn't a depressing notion. It was like, it doesn't matter. Somehow life becomes hard for every human being. And it was almost a relief because it's like, no one has it better than anyone else. It is hard for everyone. Yes. Literally no one gets out alive. Literally, I know. Who's the Scorpio here? I know. <laughs> no, I know. It's true. No, and no one rides for free. That's kind of what yeah. I tell my folks a lot. It's like, oh, okay. So you've arrived in this particular learning outcome because you mm-hmm. believe the premise that you're entitled to comfort. Mm. interesting right how's that working out for you so far right pay up Mm -hmm. because you're not you know Mm. and yeah and that's also big aquarius energy because it's totally trying to teach each and every one of us is that yes there are absolutely places where we're very different and that needs to be honored and celebrated and encouraged right not a colorblind society or people who don't necessarily Mm -hmm. see the value in our differences and what sets us Mm -hmm. up as divergent but Aquarius transits are always reminding us. And then what a part of life is what shared humanity is, is teaching us. And what about unity consciousness? And what about that we are each other? That, that, mm. Right? I feel like I need to remember that more on a daily basis. <laughs> oh, it's hard. <laughs> it mm. is so hard. And that's like, big Aquarius energy right there. <laughs> yeah. Are both of you in your Saturn return? So therefore you have Saturn in Aquarius or Saturn in Capricorn? Leah's in it. I am in mine. Okay. Oh, so then because you're in yours and you're a Saturn in Aquarius, what would you teach us Saturn and Capricorn crotchety assholes? <laughs> how, to, how to make safe shared humanity? Do you have any ideas or, oh God. I don't know. I'm so tired, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm still working that out. Okay. I know. I'm in my Saturn return right now. I'll tell you when I'm finished. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. I'll let you know. But that is the, tough. that's the approach, right? Is to, all right, we are each other. Yeah. And if I have attack thoughts and grievances and resentment and bitterness and blame against other people, I'm hurting myself. Mm-hmm. All minds are joined. What am I doing to extend in the, in the ultimate reality, quantum reality, just love, accountability, and justice. This has really been coming up uh, with the quantum. So another one of the collective phenomenons has been really vivid dreams, which, you know, that may be the quantum or the astral. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone in our coven, like everyone I've been talking to, the dreams have gotten so much more vivid. I think starting in like late December, 2020. Mm. What do you have to say on that astrologically? (laughs) Uh, Great question. You know what? This is a pattern that has just been presented to me because of you. So I'm just going to kind of spitball like this is not, you know, an area of expertise, but well, man, people don't even know where dreams come from. I mean, yeah, it's subconscious, blah, blah, blah. But we we still don't even know. So like maybe, you know, Mm -hmm. late December, that was the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction in Aquarius. Yes. 
So now we're all in the realm of mind and mm. shared mind. So maybe we're dreaming each other's dreams as a form of communication, visitation, telepathy. I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't well, know. Well, that I'm was trying. another that was another part of it is like when we were doing the we do a deep breath with our card pulls, everyone in the coven was feeling and imagining being around a fire together. Like multiple people were writing oh. in, they saw the same thing and we were all really oh. feeling the collective and the dreaming. So that would make collective. sense with the shared consciousness mm. yes. right now. Yes, mm. and collective is big Aquarius energy. Okay. Big Aquarius energy, yeah. right? And really questioning, mm. okay, what systems create collective trauma, collective problems? Mm -hmm. And how do we align with collective resilience and collective accountability instead? Go ahead. Um, our entering into the age of Aquarius right now, isn't that like an 80 year <laughs> entry or? There is so much information out there on that. Okay. And nobody knows. Mm. So okay. just, I don't even care. Is that big? Okay. No, oh, no. My <laughs> cat move came it. out big time. I'm just like, people said it's 1961. <laughs> then they said it was 1990. Then they oh, said it's now. Mm. Then they said it's not now. It's 3000 fucking years. I don't know. Okay. You know? That's helpful to hear. Right. That's probably no... why I don't know. <laughs> right. And, and where are we going to yeah. get from? We're going to Hogwarts? Like, where are we? <laughs> I wish. Right. I, <laughs> I know. I wish. I know. If, if J.K. Rowling wasn't a turf, I was going to Well, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. We know, we know. And that's terrible. Oh, yeah. Let's go to Hogwarts. I know, because that's why I'm like, I, I don't know. Yes. It's like, okay, just a one mm. second oh, okay. pe petty, just a one second, let me be my double Scorpio self be and be petty for a and second. Sip some fucking but it's the tea. truth. Yeah, me too. <laughs> sip some tea. I'm just like, there's a category of people in my head, like um, JK Rowling and Doreen Virtue and people who were, who were in the magic who lost it. And I'm mm. like, what happened? Ooh. And I'm disappointed. Okay, you know what? Do you know about Doreen, Colin? I you gasped. Do. I do. Okay. Yeah, because you know what? I what what it was impressed about this pattern that you guys just told is that like, yeah, I never saw anybody put J.K. Rowling next to her and go, do they have a similar story or approach? <laughs> so way to fucking go, you two. Mm. Okay. <laughs> wow. Thanks. Wait. Yeah, so what her. do you what do you think about <laughs> well, that? Well, I think like. I wonder what happened. I so want to understand, but I don't. Yeah, I know. How you could make such an extreme shift in um, fundamental philosophy because the, both of those women went from more of the magic inclusive to the um, like fear-based oppressive. Yeah. How does that happen? It's so disappointing. It's so weird that you use fun. Oh, go ahead. Did you want to say something, Leah? Well, I, I'm just spitballing now. I'm wondering if it's money because mm. JK got more, more into the patriarchy, so to speak, into Ooh. capitalism, oh. becoming more successful, that she kind of became a little less uh, relatable or... Um, it can yeah. be the great separator money. So yeah, it can Ooh. be, yeah. Okay, yo, yeah. this is exactly the philosophical conversation. Of <laughs> yeah. The great separator. Oh! So, what were you gonna say? Well, I, uh, a colleague of mine by the name of Samuel Reynolds, he's an astrologer and I love him to death. He has uh, Unlock Astrology as his primary website. Phenomenal. Cool. He, when uh, Doreen was going through her, like, okay, I've changed my mind. He mm -hmm. said that it, she, she was going through a Jupiter return, which happens once every 11 and a half, 12 years. Oh. Yeah. And so when you said like fundamental philosophy, if, yeah. if you asked an astrologer which planet rules that, they'd say Jupiter. So it's just Whoa. weird. <laughs> so when you said that, I was like, oh, that's weird. Okay. So do you think uh, she'll come back? Does, 
Does yes, that imply it she'll come? Wow. Well, it, it does. Well, not necessarily come back, but so they call it the Jupiter return because transiting Jupiter has returned to the person's natal position when they mm -hmm. were born. Mm -hmm. So right now, this is being recorded while Jupiter is in Aquarius. Anybody that was born in 1985-86, uh, 12 years before that, 1972, and then 11 years before that, 1961, those are the first three I could think of with math on the top of my head. They're all going through a Jupiter return year. So their fundamental philosophies are changing. Whoa. And what happens is it can do one of two things. What you interpret as real blows up. And then you go, wow, I guess mm -hmm. I got to preserve or reimagine a new way of life, of values, of faith, right? Or you can become mm -hmm. the ultra sort of extremist, uh, like definitely what we saw with uh, Doreen or just, yeah, promulgate things that aren't true because your whole life just exploded. And I'll just say this last but not least. So because they are two fixed sign sons, all I'm going to say is that these are people who when presented with new information go, nope. Mm, not no, open-minded. No, what I, what they believe is that they don't choose their perceptions. So like, it's almost like I am the intrigued. ultimate truth. Oh yeah. No, they what think. I'm seeing is true. Right. Whereas let's pivot, mm. let's adapt. Cause that's actually, that's not where the world is going. So do you want to adapt too? Mm -hmm. So what does fixed right. sign mean? You said so they both. are, I feel bad. Cause I, I, I spoke ill uh, in front of one, but just, you know, we can describe <laughs> low shadow behavior. Um, yeah. They are Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. Okay. And so they represent, because there's three modalities, in, three modalities in astrology, cardinal, fixed, and mutable. So cardinals initiate new seasons. Fixed signs are the highest form, the specialized, this is where we got to go. And then mutable signs mm. are like, okay, thank you so much for your service. We're going to transition to the next. We're going to have two for the price of one today. Buy one, get one free. Mm. Okay. okay. So with fixed signs, because they are so specialized and focused and methodical, when you counteract them with different data, different evidence literature that's complicates where they stood they do not take me off my one track path don't you dare ah. and doreen's a taurus and jk's a leo okay interesting i love that you <laughs> yeah. know that i know this is all i know how to do um <laughs> Okay, so it's, I yeah, I want I want to get into that because um, I love your videos so much. You oh, yeah, inspire me you. and like beautifully oh. say these words, but then you also have this fucking Long Island sass <laughs> that I so appreciate. So, oh, like, how you. did you get into astrology? Because you're so good and so thank smart. You. Thank you. Oh my God. Well, actually, I got into astrology. I'm coming at you live in my mother's childhood room. Oh, uh, yes. Grandma. Okay. And oh. I got into astrology because of my mom, my cancer mom, my double cancer oh. mom, Libra Moon. And she spoke about it a lot in the house. And because, you know, she had a pair of Gemini twins. So she was like, ah, oh, forget it. This I mean, idea, you don't even know. Right. <laughs> so and she, yes. every time I come home, she'd be like, you're fucking Leo father. I swear to God, I'm going to kill him today. So <laughs> today is the day. Right. And I'm like, we'll see about that. No. So she would just always talk about astrology. Yeah. And then I was like, what is this, this conversation? And I just, I, I even remember the first time I ever typed it into like AOL.com and I like Google G or no, I was AOL's that their <laughs> astrology section and G E M I N I all this information just came at me. 
And I've loved it actually ever since my mm. first Jupiter return. I was 11 and a half, 12 when I really started to take it to another level. Wow. And then in my early 20s, I started going to uh, educational events and learning from professional astrologers. But I'm such a Gemini, I got there late. I had no intention of becoming a professional astrologer. I was just going like, oh, this is nice. Ah. Cool. Right. Oh, cool. I can learn all these things. And then I was quickly realizing in my second Jupiter return, how people would just respond to astrological clarity. And then other things that I was reading. And I was just so grateful for that because it really hot wires communication and connection. You just get real and deep mm -hmm. fast. Yeah, you know? it's intimate. It is. And you know what constantly mm -hmm. surprises me? Like, I'm, I'm talking about this in a city where you would think nobody would want to fucking go there. Yeah, true. Right? <laughs> you know, like New York sensibility and culture. Like, why are you asking what time I was born? Yeah. And mind your fucking business. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And get out of my fucking way. Right, exactly. I don't want to sit here yeah. and rap with you. I got shit to do. All right. <laughs> but people were so open to it. And, wow. and at school, I was going to Parsons School of Design, which is an art school. So naturally, you know, they're all into the woo. Yeah. But it was just, I had mm -hmm. all these opportunities and, and experiences that really kind of pushed my inquiry further. And then I started a website. Two weeks later, I was fired from my name, my day job after I started my website. Was it because of or amazing? Divine? It was divine, but it was also like they moved my department ab abroad and they were like, we don't really have work for you. Whoa. So I was like, okay. And then I just swan dove into the material. And wow. I think it's really interesting. I was just meditating on this yesterday. Like, you know, obviously there's such importance for like mastering your craft. And especially because your astrologers are sometimes holding the psyche of other mm -hmm. people in their hands. And like, just it's such an responsible thing to do. And, and so holy, but I was still thinking like, I'm so glad that I never had an ambition of becoming a professional astrologer. That it just happened mm. out of curiosity and yeah, joy yeah. instead yeah. of worry and like, and yeah. Yeah, because like, again- A little detached. A, a little detached. There's a time and a place for ambition, but I had no ambition of becoming a professional astrologer. <laughs> I was just doing it because I fucking <laughs> loved it. And I was like, mm -hmm. isn't this cool? And I exhausted every other option first. And then I was like, okay, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll finally try this. And then I did. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, yeah, no, I'm not necessarily like a traditional classically trained, you know, this is my system and this is my method. That's so not me. But I actually am glad that it isn't because I'm a Gemini and I can't stand that shit. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I think it's actually worked to my favor. Oh, that's mm. amazing. Your journey's amazing. What is your what is your system then? Ooh, kind of my a grab system. bag. That's very Gemini. So no, I actually, I'll get very Capricorn with you. Okay. So down I really, down to business, right? No. So I <laughs> love uh, social work literature and social work theory. I am constantly learning from the webinars of social workers and oh my gosh they're and from britain believe it or not i don't know why but it's just, yeah, I, I know i'm like how did this happen no so uh it's there's like, this social worker name uh i can't pronounce her name because it's like gaelic it's like sabine mclean it's like okay. very british okay um but so she has this webinar about the theory tree and she informs, she tells her, her uh, social work students and social work practitioners to be grounded in a theory, a model, a method, and an approach. Right? So I then like I was like, that. damn, I could apply this to astrology. So what's <laughs> my system real quick? My theory is the study of relational dialectics, astrology. Uh, and of course, probably the theories put forward by Dr. Renee Brown in her literature, A Course in Miracles, 
and relational psychodynamics, right? Those are my theories. The model is the tool. That's my astrological chart. That's how I can glean where the client is at and figure out what kind of pain or pressure points that they have. And then the theory model method is always strengths-based method. And then how do I lead from an empowering point of view for you mm -hmm. to feel like the universe is here to support your highest level of self-actualization rather than complicate it? And then mm -hmm. my approach is definitely relationally concerned. So after we talk about your identity and your autonomy and who you are and who you're supposed to be, let's broker that in the space of relating because relationships determine the quality of our life. Yes. So that's my they system. Do. They, they do. And that's my system. And I'm running with it. Oh, we'll I it love it. I love <laughs> oh, it. I feel you. like, I feel like I see this, um, this like zoomed out diagram of us as healers, everyone here in this conversation. And you're, I'm getting at the root of people with self-love and brutal honesty to heal yeah, them Scorpio. enough to come to someone like you or Leah, that's more <laughs> higher, higher level and outward because connection Gemini, yeah, like, yeah. and mm -hmm. I'm more on the individual. But so I think, I, but there's no higher mm -hmm. lower, like where it's all continued. It's oh yeah, I guess yeah, I was right. picturing it as a plant for some reason. Like okay, I'm underground plant. and you yeah. guys are above ground. It's okay. Not, yeah, it's not well, like actually, ah. yeah. it's funny you say that because yeah, Scorpio rules the underworld. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The mystical and where are we Gemini's flying all over. That's what I mean. <laughs> In the air. Right, what up baby? Yeah. Check Who knows where you. we are? Right, yes. do we? No. I don't even know where I am half the time. Never. Wait, Never. have you ever met a triple Gemini? Yes. One of my closest friend's sister is a triple Gemini and hilarious. Have you? No, I ask because I'm like, what is that like? Oh my God, she's a trip. She is. You know what I love about her? She, <laughs> <laughs> she has so much levity. She's so scandalous. She doesn't give a fuck, right? It's just big Gemini <laughs> energy, right? Like, just doesn't yeah. take herself too seriously. Uh, I would constantly mm -hmm. running into her at Parsons because she was in uh, design and management. I was in fashion studies. We were in the same curriculum. Mm. And we would just always get into trouble together. And then just when you least expected it, her and I would be like, but you know, we really should talk about grief and we should really um, examine the root of the causes. <laughs> so we would immediately, like, we were just be, like totally Spice All Girls over. ruckusing in the halls of school. And then in the corner we'd be like, yeah, but you know what? Let's really, let's just talk about shame. And... <laughs> So shame though she's right, so that, relatable it's all shame and just really you know why do you carry this trauma <laughs> but then I'll go, it. okay that's that's our triple gemini story go ahead wow that's beautiful yeah. i feel like that's how basic witches is uh -huh. just it, that's how we, leah and i are too Literally. yeah oh, well, the, the duality of being a witch too is the duality of you can have fun while still talking about dark heavy real fun. shit yeah 100%. Because let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Yeah. Doesn't that dark shit hate it when you laugh at it? <laughs> yeah, like you're taking the power back from it. Mm. Right, so to me, it's magic. It's like, mm. yeah, when we bring levity and joy, I'm like, oh, please don't take yourself too seriously. Mm -hmm. oh, well, then that dark shit can't be all about itself. It can't mm -hmm. be an anxiety, comparison, scarcity, perfectionism, da 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 So there's so mm -hmm. much value to just like, oh my God, will you lighten the fuck up? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Which <laughs> makes me want to ask, what are some ways you guys have made your life easier? Ooh. Wait, can I, just, can I yeah. just say something really quick? Yes. 
Yes. You are phenomenal podcast interviewers. <gasps> Thank you. Conversation flows, structured, <laughs> prepared. Here we fucking go. All right. Yes. It's like balance, give you. and take. It's hard to facilitate dialogue. But it's really wonderful to watch it when it's being done masterfully. Thank oh, you. well, you're okay. an amazing guest. It's very stop easy with it, you. Stop <laughs> it. Right. No, you guys are killing it. Wait, I'm curious. What do you guys do to make your life easier? I'll answer later. But damn, Ooh. this is good shit. Well, this is good shit. Like when I when I get little breakthroughs and then try to keep re-remembering them. Okay. Sometimes those can make it easier. Like one of the ones I had that made it easier and Scorpio. So it's going to sound very dark, but it was for me that I feel, um, I didn't choose to be here. It's not my fault that I'm here, but I'm going to make the best of it. That actually makes my life easier because I am able to release guilt that I, that I gained from being the youngest of eight and thinking it was my fault that I'm adding another kid on more money. It's going to cost my parents, mm-hmm. you know, all this Catholic guilt. I can release it when I choose mm-hmm. to believe that I didn't choose this. It's not my fault. Mm-hmm. So it's, that sounds very dark, but it's something you that's actually made my life feel that. easier. You know what it is? It's your, it's your meaning mm-hmm. making. Like, you know yeah. what? I don't give mm-hmm. a fuck what meaning people have. It's like, but does it work? And you just said it makes my life easier. Right. yeah it's working so, it's working i don't care what's to, what meaning as long as it's working so there you go mm-hmm. i love that leah how about you mm-hmm. what makes my life easier is constantly coming back to me whether that's a bath or yoga or meditation whenever i'm feeling anxiety it's a reminder that i actually need to give myself more love oh damn i needed to hear that today Okay. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my was like, oh God, you know. Yeah. Oh man, but no, I just relax and breathe it out. I think mm-hmm. really what works for me is just routine and ritual. Like mm. just yeah. If I am consistently amazed at the power of the morning routine, at the evidence-based studies mm. that support and maximize quality ritual and routine and consistency. Mm. And really how it is, is just like, look, if you proactively cultivate through some semblance of grounded spiritual strategy, who cares, emotional, psychological, behavioral, and spiritual health, your life will work. Yeah. It, and mm. it will get better and easier. Right. Yeah. And what, then, what are your rituals? That's what I was going to ask. Oh, okay. Like you beat me to a Gemini. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> Probably happens all the time with Gemini's. I know, we're annoying. I'm in your brain. Right. Interrupting yeah. people's sentences. No, so right now what works for me consistently yeah. is the workbook of A Course in Miracles, which just connects to me. It's my moon in Capricorn. I love that tone of authority. I feel real grounded in that. Uh, about five to 10 minutes of meditation afterwards. Some, you know, breathing and just feeling like, okay, I'm alive. I light a candle. I do some, you know, sage and cleansing of the space and I make my bed and I just feel like ah, my day can begin. And it's just like, it's, it's that simple prayer, meditation, contemplation. I, I, I send, you know, good energy to everybody that I know I'm going to meet today. I say the prayers, of course, of miracles, which I really love. And I just feel good naturally throughout the day. I love it. Same question to you, Leah. Do you have a morning ritual? Oh, thank you. Um, I actually have a new one. I have it right next to me. This Artist Ooh. of Life workbook um, by Lavendaire. It's 
It's great. It's like all for 2021. Each morning I sit down with coffee and open up to a random page or whatever I feel mm. like I need. Like there's a section mm. for each thing and yes. I've never been an organized person. So this is very helpful. Ooh, yeah. If I'm like feeling bad on my health, I go to the health part and jour- journal. There's like oh. prompts and stuff. Ooh, that sounds great. Okay. Yeah. Love and I also it. do French for 15 minutes a day and je dors la française. Oh, I love it. Have you been to a French-speaking country? No, I want to go so oh. bad. Non, je veux, t- je veux voyager à Paris maintenant, mais... So Gemini. I have a... <laughs> Wait, so did you say, but I want to go to Paris really bad? Is that what I, I want to go to really bad right now, but one day. Or at least one I day. think that's what I said. Okay, yeah, that's what I heard-ish. <laughs> okay. And what about you, Rachel? Have you been to a French-speaking country? Yes, I've been. My mom works for an airline, so I've been really lucky to be a standby traveler my whole life, and I've, like, traveled the world. It informed a lot of, yeah. Oh, my God. My life, yeah. I have so many questions for you, but it's like, it's not my interview. But, okay, oh but but we should, <laughs> we should ask them, but I want to okay. share what my morning yeah, routine has been, because that is another way my life is made easier, and I didn't even think about it until you said yours, mm-hmm. but... I, um, I wake up and I open the blinds all around, like let the light in. Um, actually I changed it and now I've been keeping the, I prioritize based on my plants more than myself sometimes. (laughs) So I've actually been sleeping with the blinds open. So my plants can have the first earliest light, but if there's any that are closed, I open them. Yes. And then, um, I make coffee and I drink my coffee as I missed my plants. I walk all around misting my plants and it's really grounding yes water and earth Mm -hmm. and then i sit down and i do six pages or three full pages morning writing from the artist way wow and it's been probably four or five months i've been doing this routine and the writing is so valuable it's it's not do you ever reread it no i don't a lot of people do but you're not really supposed to it's not for that um it's more to be like a brain dump and it's, it's, you're not trying to write a story or anything. You're trying to get subconscious out Ooh. first thing, top of the day. Okay. And it just, it, it, I found that it unlocks my writing that's work Yes. later yes. in the day because yes. I've already spit out the, mm-hmm. the muck or whatever. Yes. 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 Yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay. I yeah. like the artist way. The artist way is great. Yeah. yeah. Everyone raves about it. Oh, it's incredible you it's like good. it too yeah. yeah okay and i also love that like oh yeah you're drinking would, coffee and spritzing the yes water. Like- I, and, and this is so <laughs> funny maybe you could tell me what part of my chart this comes from but i switch the coffee and the water sprayer throughout the spraying process i take turns because i have this thing where it's like and i also switch my toothbrush between my left and right like Ooh. i want my left hand to be as strong as my right hand I've been doing this for years and I, I don't know. You have to have Libra in your chart, Mercury, <laughs> Venus. Somewhere. Oh, the scales. Yes, right. And because you're a Scorpio sun, it's reasonable to assume we usually have some of the sign before or after Mercury, okay. Venus, Mars, because those planets travel at a similar speed as the sun. Okay. So everyone usually kind of wings to the right or wings to the left more often than not. So I'm going to fucking mm-hmm. assume you got, listen, fact check me when we're done. Okay. Sun in the 12th house, I'm okay. convinced. 
Yes. Okay. Let me give the plants the light <gasps> first. Oh my God, you can't make this and shit And that's up. what you asked right away at the beginning. You were like, is you your can't. son in your 12th house? Oh yeah. I'm, so I'm I, it must convinced. be. Or you have 12th house energy somewhere. You have to have 12th house planets. I know I do because it was written down by Heidi Rose Robbins on this chart. I'm actually going to just grab it because it's right just next to me. Just go fucking grab it. Yeah. Okay. And it's it's not like us two Geminis can't talk. Hey, Leah. Oh yeah, we'll find something. <laughs> Wait, so you got to get your ass to a fucking Paris. When I know as soon as lockdown, I want to go so bad. This okay. has been such a reminder of like, damn, should have got, but I'm trying to give myself grace and yes. not be in a place of regret, but more so a place of excitement. Oh, oh, love that frame. Go ahead, Rachel. Oh yeah. It's okay. 12th, house, 12th house is highlighted here in Scorpio. So that would be, isn't the that? It should. Yeah. Pull, put your, so, put your chart all the way up to the screen. I'll tell you. Oh, shit. Okay. Up, yes. oh, son of the 12th. I fucking knew it. There it is. I, wow. You knew it. I was like, this bitch has to have it. Oh, wow. I love it. Okay. And I know she elaborated on the music as um, could be radio, could be podcasting. Yes. So it's obviously yes. the podcasting and like, speaking. Yeah. And interesting, you actually don't have well, any music right in your chart. I don't. You can see. No. Yeah. Because you write the, the house on top of the 12th one right if we're going in re chronological order yeah so it's 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 almost what what's it it's seven o'clock right if we're looking at it as a clock it's empty so that would only be happening if you had no libra planets okay right wow but you do have your mars in the seventh house of balance and mars being the body oh so it's like oh there yeah. we go and oh my gosh i have whole... everything in equilibrium and and that just clicked for me body balance because i've had I used to have this phenomenon where I thought my right side always gets hurt. And for a while it did. I would keep having injuries along the right side of my body. Ooh. So maybe that also drove Ooh. me to seek balance. And now I feel I have balance. Uh, big Mars in the seventh house energy. Oh. And it's Gemini, by the way. So like, <gasps> really, yeah, you got some Gemini in you, right? Shit. <laughs> so, and I absolutely love your Aries moon. Um, my best oh, friend is an Aries moon. She kills me all day long. I mean, I, I feel like <laughs> that's my like we t talked about earlier, leading, speaking mm -hmm. up yes. when other people aren't mm -hmm. about bullshit. Right. Yeah, right. Um, putting myself out there. I think, yeah, to that point too around, oh yeah, I'm trying to be more direct with others. I think what's beautiful about astrology is mm. it's like, look, there are signs mm. that would definitely get more with honey than they get with vinegar, right? There, they, there are signs that are about the tone and the delivery and the approach. And, and that is essential to understand, do not get me wrong, right? Yeah. And there are astrologies like yours where it has absolutely no education there. <laughs> you're a double really... Scorpio Aries moon. Like you're not here to fucking coddle anybody. Exactly. <laughs> and could that be why I don't have patience with the bullshit? Like it, oh, there's without zero. Without, without, without. <laughs> I can't well, even also... pretend. I cannot have a surface conversation. <laughs> even if I'm at the checkout at the grocery store, it's like, and you ask how my day is, it's not surface. Right. I'll you're be like, like well, I had a lot of breakthroughs last night and I'm really tired. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like I can't do bullshit. I love it. See, I my cap energy intervenes and it's like, but you have to be efficient. So get the fuck out in case oh, the conversation yeah. goes. But yeah. like, I love that you're like, well, since you asked. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I will tell you. Right now, that I, is so funny. You are your astrology. And now, wait, Leah, how do you connect to your Pisces moon? Just because we're talking about moon signs, I'm curious. Do you connect to your moon in Pisces? I do. 
very okay. dreamy. I love, I love manifesting. It's like my favorite thing to talk about in synchronicities. Oh, wow. And I feel like that's a lot where that comes from. I love yeah. dreaming. I love, I mean, I, I love helping people. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I'm very emotional and sensitive yes. I with love my, my body and my mind. Very sensitive. Yes. Yes. Love that. Go ahead, Rachel. I was going to say with Pisces, they swim under the surface, right? So sometimes oh. you can't tell that they're so sensitive and emotional. Is that true? I would probably, you know mm. what I would actually say? I think that's Scorpio. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think Pisces, their assignment is to really understand the depth of all of their emotional reactions. Mm. Mm. And you know what I would even say? Like, I, I don't know if understand is the right verb because I, I try to always say this with Pisces. Where Pisces dwells, one just has to experience. Mm. Mm. You can't Oh no. think mm -mm. it there. Mm -mm. Can't talk mm. about it, understand it, put it in logic, put it in reason, mm -hmm. put it in patterns and quantifiable data and all the things that I love. Nope. You mm -hmm. have to experience Pisces. Oh, I think I agree with that 100%. I think I'm such an empath because of all the shit I've been through and thus yeah. all of the feelings I have felt. And so yeah. I'm able to like see and feel and connect with other people's emotions. Like that, right? Mm -hmm. I know. And mm -hmm. I would say that that's the real value of that moon position is it's just like, mm -hmm. of course, we could talk about it and we could, you know, put it into logic and analytics. But at the end of the day, Pisces is the transcendence. So I, and I forget, I, th I think with Joseph Campbell, are you guys familiar with his work? Oh, no. like as in the, um, like early industrial stuff, what? Joseph Campbell? I was thinking the mythologian who like spoke about comparative mythology. Okay, totally Hero's different. Journey. Okay, but like, I like that we're on it. Maybe there's yeah. another Joseph Campbell <laughs> and you're like, oh, the industrial revolution scholar. I was like, didn't know we were going there, but like, tell me Aries. I would have been surprised if we were. Hey, oh, oh, that Joe, you mean this guy, no. <laughs> so no, he just, but he basically said that like, there is an abyss that is just, beyond anything that we can think and anticipate research and it's just it's beyond words it's beyond meaning it just has to be experienced because that's what god is which can describe god which totally makes me think of surviving death have you have you watched that show oh you mean day one honey okay. yeah. yes <laughs> of course you're such a scorpio oh my god i know i i was watching it okay tell me what you thought about well, it. well so well it sounds like what you're describing with this phenomenon of like it has to be felt and all these people having this shared experience that's ha, unexplainable right. oh though like mm -hmm. that's crazy to me no i know i love it go ahead <laughs> I mean, okay, I. I'm still laughing at the grocery store metaphor. I'm so. <laughs> that, that will it's make the truth. you laugh for weeks. <laughs> yeah, how do they react? Like, what's yeah. a breakthrough? Oh, oh, what do they say? Right. I've been doing this for so long. Sometimes people don't because you're in Ohio. Know how to react? <laughs> right. so, so, yeah, right. Well, on that same grocery store experience, somebody <laughs> called me Picasso. Somebody else asked. Um, what art are you making? And I actually stopped and told them like, I'm making a collage series that's um, hand torn and represents like nature here. And like, they they all were kind of surprised. 
I, I don't know. I felt really special because I felt very oh. different from them. They seemed very uh. surprised by me. Oh, I don't think people know. You know, I guess they don't know what to do with a Scorpio, a twelfth house person. No, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, when they say I'm having a breakthrough, like Leah said, like do they go? And that is what now? Oh no, no, they try to roll along without asking more questions. They just oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, <laughs> there was no conversation. It's just, it was the same, like when I got dumped, I would just tell people when they were like, this also happened at grocery stores, like, how are you? <laughs> and I'd be like, I well, I'm it. going through a really like big breakups, but I'm okay, I'm making it. <laughs> oh, but Rachel, can I just tell you that will make me laugh for weeks on end. I there. I don't know. Oh, I witnessed out. her say it so many times in friend groups. Right. And it made me laugh every time because it's so fucking honest. And to see people's reaction, it was always different. Sometimes they'd like, be like, how do people oh, know? and then other times people be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. it's right. always different. It's and funny. so like, what, you know, do you want water or do you want seltzer? It's like, right. <laughs> keep it moving, you know? Right. Oh, that I'm is so funny. I'm so oh, okay God. with this. So like, funny. I'm not an, I don't get uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't get uncomfortable, but the other people do. And also, I just want to share too. They're like, paper or plastic? You're like, well, my ex got plastic. And so, I don't like Thanks that. for bringing it up. <laughs> I know. Wait, so I have always said that, like, people say Scorpio's, like, really private and they, like, don't want to talk about anything, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, no, there's certain truths to that. You know, they don't want to reveal too much. But I really find that, like, if I'm just direct with a Scorpio and I'm like, okay, so what the fuck is going down they will tell me exactly that and mm -hmm. i love that because i'm like i don't always find that true like they're secretive i don't think they're secretive i know mm. okay I, I i the mysterious part of scorpio yeah like that archetype um i think so what funny. that is more so is the depth of us i think right, we right. go so deep it's like when you like i've literally had multiple partners tell me when they look in my eyes they're like it's really, I'll never understand all of you. Like it's so deep. Mm. And I think mm. Scorpios, maybe we can, we can access our full depth, but even if we're only sharing three quarters of the depth with you, that's a lot. Right. So maybe it's like, there is still mm. some mystery under there. Yeah. Um, yes. I it just goes that. so deep. I don't know. No, it does. So dramatic. It's so no, deep. It's, it's so funny. And I will probably put that in a video and like tell it and like obviously give credit to it. But it's just like the Scorpio who says to the cashier how her day is going. Yes. But, Total honesty. Total honesty. I can't not. So I don't know. I can't. Oh my gosh. Like, oh my gosh. You'll love this, Colin, in relationships. So my current partner is a man who... Um, though he's queer and by like grew up in the total hyper masculinity mm. football small mm. town literally grew up on a farm like mm. captain of the football team so driven by that and not familiar with how to feel emotions or name them or express them and uh, mm. through our 28 moons tomorrow together oh my God, because we go by moons yeah um <laughs> that's so very scorpio it I started love it. on a moon what can i say our first yes. kiss was on a moon <laughs> run with it right <laughs> can't make this stuff up um he has learned to like be able to name emotions as they're happening and voice them and the reason i bring that up is because with me not being able to have any patience for bullshit, well, I can feel when someone's saying they're fine, but they're really not fine. Like I can hear the emotion. Uh, I can oh. hear the emotion. Loud. loud and clear. Yes, that's how I always tell people I experience it. I hear the emotion loud and clear. 
can we just like pause on the idea of the sound of emotion? <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's, it's cool visceral shit. because like even um, like one of my sisters, I heard her crying and she was not crying out loud, but she was so crying oh my on God, the inside, so freaking out. You're so tough house. It's just, you are your <laughs> astrology. No, I love it. It's, it's so textbook. But you were saying, so he was expressing his so emotions. So he would, at the beginning of the relationship, um, yeah. I would be hearing how he's really feeling, but then in the physical world, hearing him say something con contradictory and it was exhausting. Mm. And that's how I am with any people, which is yeah. why I have to have few friends that are very close that can be honest with me about their emotions because yeah. I cannot... I can't filter anymore. I got so exhausted of filtering the, the um, disconnect for mm. people and I can't do it. No, I love mm. it. Like not about the bullshit. Well, it's emotional but, labor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And for me, I just get, conf I get very confused in those spaces mm. and then I get angry. I, it's totally. confused and anger and like, yo, just be about it and fucking tell me left, right, top and bottom. I'm not mm. going to be mad at you, but do not make me like solve Rubik's cubes yes. with my fucking eyes closed and my hand time behind my, by, behind my back because you're self-deceiving. Yes. Mm. Yes. Because like, you're trying to tell yourself and me that you're fine when you're not. Right. So yeah. Do you think it's mainly denial? Oh, okay, right. Like, let's, is it denial? Sips the water, <laughs> sips the coffee? Yeah. Uh, you know what I think it is? If we were recording just a couple hours I later, know. these would be wine and, and uh, coffee. Yes. But... I'd still be yeah. drinking coffee because I like love this energy. Mm. <laughs> I New York it is, I know, right? Yeah, Black coffee that's... always. Oh my um, gosh. I think that more often than not, people self-deceive and don't realize they're self-deceiving, mm. which is denial, yes. But yeah. I think that like, when we talk about denial, it's almost like, well, what's there more to say after that, you know? But I think self-deception is mm. interesting because it, it it makes me feel more compassion for them and doesn't make me want to apply what's called fundamental attribution theory, where if you self-deceive, you are fundamentally attributed as a liar. Oh. Right. Wow. You're just, you're just telling yourself a lie mm. to self-protect unconsciously right it is absolutely unconscious yes yeah. yes and that's mm -hmm. and and you know what's even more insidious about it though they think they're telling themselves the truth they don't yeah. know they're lying which is why they need people like us to oh, tell to call them the truth yeah okay yeah. wait so i can only share from one example how i did that but i'm curious if you guys had to do this too i oh, confessed yeah. my love to a pisces last year just before the world ended, it was very <laughs> dramatic and good because it was like, good, because now you miss me. Um, <laughs> but not like perfect timing. without me. Right, because yeah. after I fucking confessed, you looked at me straight in the fucking eyes and said like, oh, that's so weird because I've only ever seen you as a friend, blah, blah, blah. And that's not to say I cannot be friend zone. Do not get right. me wrong, right? You know, <laughs> rejection is a part of the relational landscape. But I felt in my body Mm. that there was something romantic oh, so i straight up said know. to him you know don't yeah. fucking right but i didn't get cat moon angry even though i wanted to <laughs> i was just like okay i'm gonna hear you i'm gonna take you at your word but just know i do not believe you <laughs> good so you didn't have to they deny say? the truth good. they were just kind of like well, it's just, and I was like, okay, great. Happy birthday. We're going to wrap this up. Now you get the out of office email, the memorandum from the office of Colin Bedell. You are permanently fired. Get out of here. Yes. Right. Capricorn. Yes. Right. Then that yeah. comes out. Don't look but back. I was, don't, no. And <laughs> boom. But no, I was like, how do we tell? Out of office. It, yeah. and that's, if you hear a tone of me that's out of office, people it's know. Over. 
Colin's pissed, <laughs> upset. It's like, that's not good. If the tone reads like an office email, he's not doing well, Capricorn problems. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, how do we even language that to people? Yeah. Like, I think you're lying to yourself. Mm. Well, let me <laughs> see, because I just... I just did that earlier today. Oh, oh, okay. And I'm thinking, how did I phrase okay, it? Casual. <laughs> right. <laughs> because again, for me, it's like it's not. It's like no thing. I'm right. like Aries moon problem. I don't even. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> it's no thing. It's just the only way for me. Okay. But um, I think I phrased it where I presented it like, um, is it possible that you're you using this obsession as a distraction from the conversation you're avoiding was my way of pointing out to me again I felt and heard the root of what was going on um which was that it's not really about this distracting thing it's about the block that you're avoiding and this person is a Capricorn and is kind of defensive to hearing feedback so I had to be gentle with this approach but I did, I did say it. I don't know. I said like, wow. is it possible is the way I got it through. Yes. And mm-hmm. I like that you spoke about it specifically because you were like, is it possible that you doing this yes. is a response of not wanting to do that? Yes. And it's like, oh yeah, no, according to my Capricorn calculations, that is correct. And then that, per- yeah, exactly. And <laughs> yeah. that, because per- they need the evidence. Right. And they had... I think for a Capricorn, they had to say it themselves. That's why I had to make it a question. But for another client who's a Taurus, I said- That's astute right there. Did you hear that, Leah, to get along well with your mom too? Did you hear that? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you have to make it their idea. Me too, holy shit. (laughs) Oh, hey, it's true, you do have to deal with Capricorns. And then it's like, Mm -hmm. that is true, I am doing it. And it's like, wow, you thought of that all on your own. Exactly, Mm. that's that's the way. But then I, I, yesterday with a a Taurus client, because I do, in my coaching, I take down your three signs. I'm not an astrologer, but I just- Why not? Yeah. Use it to weigh in a little bit um, in general. But this Taurus client, I was very straightforward with them. And I said, I said what I brought up at the beginning of this conversation. Okay, I'm a reflector. So I'm going to just tell you what I think isn't working. And it might feel like a slap, but it's like for your best interest. And I was very straightforward. And I actually said, I took what they were saying further of um, a relationship they needed to end. And I was like, I think you need to end these three aspects of the relationship, not just the one aspect, all three. Like I was Whoa. brutally honest. And then they did something that night that cha- changed the course of their life and made a move. We yes, had an Taurus. action plan. Yes, yeah, and, and they're going to have a better Taurus uh, home environment now because they're changing their home situation. Love Taurians. Mm. I love Taurians. And you as the polar opposite sun sign, like Taurus Scorpio, like mm. like I was reflecting about the example where the Sagittarius boy told me, no, 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 no. Go back to that tone, <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's, Call it out. Yeah, that's big polarity power. So Leah, yeah. do you have any Sag friends or Sag people? My dad is a Sag. Oh my God. He's my favorite person. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, I know. So fun. Always asking questions. That's why I'm good at questions. Because yes. he's always asked me questions my whole life. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. He's my favorite. Ooh, let's talk about that real quick. I'm not trying to like, yeah. I'm not trying to dominate the interview, but I just, I love this. Okay. Yeah. No, please. Wait. So isn't it extraordinary how infrequently people ask questions? Yeah. I think people are afraid. Ooh, to okay. connect, to be vulnerable, and to be honest. And you think that all happens in the space of asking a question? 
I think so. Because you're admitting you don't know something by asking a question. You're revealing what you want to know, which is intimate and vulnerable. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I love this. No, you're so right. I know. I, I, my, okay, so this is where I get real Judge Judy. I just think it's because like people don't care and they're slow and like stupid. It's like, keep up mm, and ask no, questions. Oh, that, that's why they don't and, ask. And just don't even, you know, like, yeah. Or maybe just, like self-centered. I think it's, yeah. Not caring it, about other people. Yeah, sometimes I think it's that. It's like, because my Sagittarius son friend, my bestie, she's got an Aries moon too. We are constantly laughing at how we can go to other places with others and talk to them and they'll know, oh, I might've done this, I might've done that. Never bring it up. Never ask, oh, well, you just got that new job. Tell me more about that. Or, you know, pre-COVID, oh, I, I heard you went to England. How was that trip? Uh, no, it's just me, 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 I, I, I. And then the minute one asks a question, they have to kind of facilitate the, the, the mic and pass it over. And people really struggle with that. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that wow. function of asking questions is the first thing I look for in whether or not I want to get along well with somebody. It is the mm. first thing I look for. The question Ooh. is important. The yes. question. How about Ooh. connection is in the question? Oh, connection oh, is oh, in oh. the question. No, but you got me there. You got me there. You like teed me up. You were like, just hit it, baby. Okay. Bump, bump, set, baby. <laughs> Spike it. That's yes. it. But it's true. It is. And people do it so infrequently. But Sagittarius, Leah, oh my God, they could do it with their eyes closed. So I, like, go your dad. Mm-hmm. I, I mean. So curious. Yeah. Actually, I've had this insight recently that I realized I trust people who say they don't know way more than I trust people who say they know. Yes, babe. I trust people who say they don't know <laughs> and people who don't know ask questions. Hello. This, hello. <laughs> and we're not supposed to know everything. We, no. we can't know everything. It's okay to not know. Yes. Don't just make right. up a bullshit answer. Well, th- and that's kind of why I try to say it often within the astrological community. Like, are you an astrologer who's weaponizing certainty? <gasps> yes. Oh my gosh. Because let me Wait, can you elaborate more on that? I love Weaponizing that. certainty. Wait, weaponizing certainty because, yeah, you know, I think what happened was, as I noticed... And this is not to single anybody out or just like what was happening, but I did realize that as soon as COVID hit first wave, astrologers were rushing to be like, I called it. I knew it. Blah, mm. blah, blah. I'm like, Definitely look, saw that. Uh, you, you want to position yourself as an expert. You want to get your receipts. That's fine. But it really, for me, is, I, I think it's a springboard of scarcity culture of like whose fault it is, who saw it coming, who's to blame. Mm-hmm. Let me just say, I certainly knew it. And then it creates this kind of like false prophet. You can lean on me. I'll tell you everything that you need to know. Mm. And I don't think astrology is certainty. I think it helps you ask yourself different questions to live into the answer uncertainty. (gasps) Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I see astrologers all the time like, oh, I know what's going to happen and blah, blah, blah. And I called it and like, let's, and I just, it's like, bitch, nobody Mm. cares. It's like how, how (laughs) earlier you were like, no one really knows exactly how long the age of Aquarius entrance is. Like, right. yes, I, I appreciate that. Like, I don't, and and I think that to me, like, let's mm-hmm. be radically real. I think that's a, I think that's a psychic wound within the astrologer is because since they were kicked out of the academic world, mm-hmm. they're constantly trying to position how right and and correct they are. I could mm-hmm. see that. You know, and it's yeah. like, okay, yeah, but this could also be confirmation bias one on fucking one. <laughs> right what you want to see and then only searching for evidence to support mm-hmm. what's already true 
which they brought up in um, Surviving Death. Yeah. And I never got to hear what your thoughts were. Oh, on sorry. It. I know. Because I was just like, can you not be such a Scorpio and ask me if I watched Surviving Death on yeah. Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> Had to. All uh, right. Like, I'm trying to watch, uh, what was it? Uh, Lupin, the, the the documentary of, like, the French. Did you watch it yet? Or not documentary. The no, but I've heard it's amazing. It's so good. That's what I was trying to watch. And then I was like, okay, let me just watch fucking Surviving Death. Yeah, but right? so far from Earth. I know. I know. Fine. I'll put on Lupin later. Okay, um, but yeah, I I I believe that they are telling the truth as they understand it. Yeah, I just kind of live mm -hmm. most of my life from that premise. I don't think people are lying, and that's why I said as they understand it because people self deceive all the time, right. so they tell the truth as they get it. Mm -hmm. Right, right. But no, I totally mm -hmm. believe that there was something there, and yeah, we only know. I, I love that it's also being studied in at the University yeah. of Virginia and like kind of applying, you know, academic frameworks and approaches to this really non-academic conversation. I was like, this is great. This mm. is great. The seance one threw me way the fuck off, the physical mediums and the ectoplasm. I was like, what so in the cool. almighty fuck is this? In the, in the, yeah, what? Wait, in the, wait. Am I giving a spoiler away? Okay, sorry. No, I no, no. No, 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 you're not giving a spoiler away. Okay. I want to know what your what means because I can't tell yeah. if your what is you guys are crazy. This is hilarious. Or if it's, <clears throat> oh, that's amazing. I don't know how to explain it. It's both. Okay. It's a Gemini answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't, I, I, that's why I was like, I got to know. I'm like, yeah, there's I two. could mm -hmm. not, but I don't know, man. It's just... I would have to mm -hmm. experience that to know. Right. I but want to experience something like that. Are you okay. a medium at all, Colin? Or do you oh. ever have like visions, downloads? No? Okay. No, I, I feel like sometimes, like um, my best friend passed away a few years ago mm. and I and I feel her and signal her all the time. Like I'll, mm. I can literally hear her voice sometimes, <sighs> but I would never identify myself as a medium, you know, but I can okay. just sort of like feel like oh wow you know and I just like sometimes I'll get like little signals and stuff around it but no no, no. what is that what do you believe that is what are your personal if you don't mind sharing yeah well I kind of think that like everybody is a psychic and a medium in a way we just kind of have certain receptivities to it and not mm -hmm. um you know others may just cultivate the technique naturally and be really you know proficient at it like any ex level of expertise or technique right um but I just kind of think it's just you know just because the death of the physical body has commenced does not mean that their existence is over. Okay. Mm. And so they take on an unobservable existence, mm. which is not crazy to think about, you know, like yeah. this, this desk has an existence that I can't observe. Mm. You no, know, this fucking computer, you know, that's not crazy. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. But I, I just believe that it's an unobservable existence that we can connect with whenever, however we want. And even though I cannot hold and, and be with my friend as much as I want to, I know I can still hold her and be with her whenever I want. Mm -hmm. That's know? so beautiful. Does she give you messages at certain times, like when mm. you're in a slump or is it, is it memories of things that she's said before or is it new conversations? Oh my God, she'll be Gemini, all of the above. I know, like, because yesterday I put on her sweater and she was from England. So I literally heard her say, like, I, I'm going to butcher the accent. So I'm sorry if the British are watching or listening. But I heard her say, like, do looks it, good on it. you, mate. Looks good on you. 
right? And I was like, oh, thanks, right? Like, or maybe it was just me telling myself that, but no, it was her. Yeah, Yeah, no, it was her. It was her. And then like, you know, I'll just be in the city and I'll walk walk past the place that we went to and I'll just Mm. be like, oh, she's with me today. Like it's, it's a continued conversation and and I'm still so close with her Mm. family. And so uh, we're talking regularly Mm. and I feel like she's very much there and it's, Mm. it's all of it. Yeah, Mm -hmm, it's all of it, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, another mm. thing that we don't know or fully understand, but we can experience something that we don't fully understand. That happens all the time. Happens all the time. Right. Yeah. So all of this to say, mm-hmm. let's not weaponize certainty. Yeah. Cause who the fuck knows, you know? And let's just once mm-hmm. again just like ask questions. Like I just so appreciate the fact that you even asked questions about her, you know, because people mm. get real nervous around death. As if I, mm-hmm. if I talk about it, I'm inviting it closer to me. Oh, I've lost friends. I, I enjoy talking about them. Oh, wait, say more about that. What mm-hmm. do you mean you lost friends because of that? Um, I am from Pennsylvania where there's a really, really bad heroin problem, op- opioid epidemic. Um, so I've lost a lot of friends to heroin and I always, and, and, I've gone to rehab and I, I've noticed when I bring that up, people don't want to ask questions, but I love when people ask me questions about people who have passed. And I find that people always want to talk about those memories because they're pleasant. They do. Oh God, I know. Mm. Yes, no, I could not agree more with you. And like back to the asking. So I'm the glad questions. you appreciated it. Yeah. Oh, yes. Right away. I cocked right away. Yeah, because yeah, the minute you talk about somebody who died, Oh, let's just change the subject. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm telling you, people think if they talk about death, they bring it closer to them. It's an invitation. Because that's our whole culture never talks about death. It's no, it's it's the worst thing that could ever happen to you. It's the only it's only presented in a scary way. And I mean, listeners have heard about this, but my partner took a real focus on death starting a few months ago, and I got really into it with him too easily as a double Scorpio. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, of course. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is any other Tuesday. But no. But we started like doing death dates and. Um, uh, going to like cemeteries to walk around and observe and Colin's face. I know, I know, because I was just like the Scorpio, the Scorpio <laughs> of it know, all, Rachel. I, I I gotta write this down. We like, took I, we I, took I, we did another death date where we took the death tarot card out for drinks with us, and we just had a drink and studied the death tarot card and like interpreted it and just talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell I you, these are like the best it. dates. Because that's amazing. Because yeah. you're having because... a new conversation probably that you've never had. Yeah. Right? And we're and we're both learning and well, getting with him, more... yes, but yeah, and getting more comfortable with death and like on his <laughs> this is all real. No, his... I know, I love it. It's so textbook. It's like don't tell me astrology isn't real. Like, I know, like, I know. Right? It's like I can't even help it. <laughs> a death it's already, date. It's already written <laughs> in. Go to graveyards. Go ahead. Um, I'm done. done. (laughs) I'll send you, Colin. I'm gonna send you my um, article pitch for Sex and the Synchronicity because you're New York. You'll get it. Um, Yes, it's like a witchy nonfiction Sex in the City that I've been writing, and I have a whole article about these death dates. And I think it's a really good idea for people because it truly is going to happen to everyone. Yes. It, yes. Like Leah said, none of us get out mm-hmm. alive. Yeah. And we don't. 
it's been so such a another way life has become easier focusing on death it's been an anti-anxiety for me because i realized the fear of death Mm. is real we never get to talk about it and actually talking about it makes it less scary right and i think people think that if they talk about it it's scary and then i can only imagine too leah like in the in the conversation around substance or overdoses Mm -hmm. there's Mm -hmm. a lot of stigma attached to that unfairly Mm -hmm. so so it's like, mm-hmm. I already don't want to talk about it. And I especially don't want to talk about it if it right. exists within this context. And then that's almost, uh-huh. that's horrible. Cause then that it doesn't, keeps the- And that doesn't help. No. People right. will continue to die from substance abuse if we don't talk about it right. and do things to help. We can't just have shame and the stigma about it because that doesn't do anything no it doesn't and and therein lies the gemini messenger right it's like oh you think not talking about it's going to make it go away (gasps) right because let me let you know that is not the fucking case okay Mm -hmm. and i think especially around talking about things that are i think that gemini both end this right like there's heartbreak and egregiousness to someone losing their life to drugs and there's joy and beauty in the life that they did live and the relationships that are ongoing Mm-hmm. Like both are true oh my god yesterday i went to urgent care for like a medical mystery and i was Uh-oh. talking to my boyfriend while i was there i'm okay um okay, but i was talking to my boyfriend while i was there and i was like he was like what are you what are you scared of specifically because i was so anxious just crying i was like i'm so afraid of death and pain and he was like in that order <laughs> wow <laughs> wait. <laughs> wait go ahead sorry yep Oh no, that was it. After death, there is no pain. That's right. Yeah. One, two. Okay. Yeah. What? what, First of all, good on you to just like name the feeling so quickly. Mm -hmm. Holy shit! It took me Mm -hmm. a little to get there. What's your boyfriend's astrology that he could? He's an Aries. Oh, I love Aries boys. He's the best. So sexy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I such a him. leader yeah he's the best yeah we love very reliable yeah see i, like I just him. love a- i love every single zodiac sign they're all different kinds of candy to me mm-hmm. don't get me wrong but no aries energy man yeah is there is there any sign you don't don't like love them all i swear to god and i'm not trying to sound like miscongeniality but i legitimately <laughs> i legitimately okay. love them all <laughs> love them all I, I would, I totally get that. I mean, with the, like you said, they're all in all of us. So Yes, and each one has a function. And I think, because really, again, not to sound like miscongeniality again, but I really am a lover of people. And I think that's what astrology has mm. always given me a chance to, as an opportunity to do is to study other personality patterns outside of my own, mm-hmm. you know, but then see where I see a little bit of myself and both are true, right? We're not all separate, mm. but we're not all one at the same time necessarily. Yes. So that's what I love about astrology. And I like- <sighs> Really, even just like the Bernie Sanders with the mitten memes. I mean, so fucking Virgo. And then like everything that you just described. So fucking Scorpio. The the Gemini. I'm afraid of death and pain, right? Uh. Communicating it. Right. I know. It's just like, isn't that beautiful to like watch everybody's person? And then your Capricorn partner. Like, could it be possible? that i because i know exactly how you have to you know have a soft startup with this right oh my client yeah yeah yeah. right yeah Mm -hmm. it's just so funny and i just like i cannot Mm -hmm. help but find that beautiful and funny and endearing yeah learn learning to see the strange as familiar and the familiar as strange like just trying to understand the different perspectives Mm -hmm. because we all are connected yes 
Mm-hmm. You just okay, gave I... me an insight to my next concept, but go ahead. Yeah. Yes, oh, your next concept. Good, yeah, good, yes, good, yes. Good, Thank good, you. Good, good, good. I'm going to yes. give you all the credit. No, oh, I'm no. telling you. And I will make fun of you and be like, you will not believe what the Scorpio does. Are you ready? Yes, please do. <laughs> no, I'm going to love it. It's only out of respect because I'm like, oh, be yeah. your astrology. Be your astrology. Yeah. Fuck, fuck yes. 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 Please That's use this. Oh, yeah. Gemini's that. roast you out of respect. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've learned that about Leah. Because if we just stop talking yes. about you, that's how you know there's a problem. But if we're yes. talking about you, yes. we love you. <laughs> okay, so I have a, f- yeah. a dreamy question for you guys. Okay. If something mm. like what they presented on surviving death is true and we Ooh. do carry on after our physical death, what do you hope you get to do like as a spirit or as a beyond? Ooh. Leah, you, you go want to fly. fly. Okay, you want to fly. <laughs> I just want to fly. Yeah. I think you'll definitely be able to do that. Yeah. Yes. Sounds very free. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, what a fucking phenomenal question. It came oh, to wow. me. <laughs> it just came to me. <laughs> My double Scorpio ass. Um, wow. I would, well, first, I just want to say, too, that uh, Course in Miracles talks about how one day you'll see that death is not the punishment, but the reward. Oh. <sighs> I, know. I get that. I so get that. <laughs> so good. And that death is not an end, but a continuation of life, just like birth is not an end, but a continuation of life. Mm-hmm. Right. So like the major book bookends, they're all mm-hmm. continuations. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if I could do anything, it would be honestly to just reunite with the people who left before me. Mm-hmm. You know, I just kind of mm-hmm. ask them how they are and say like, did I get that right? Did, oh no, I needed to. Okay. Yeah. But like, did I look good while doing it? Yes. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I would end, I would talk to them. I would talk to um, yeah. loved ones and just be like, "How did how did it go? What's going on? Where's the party?" That's probably what I would do. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the catch up reunion. Yeah, right. I know what. Hey, you're here too. <laughs> Stop it. I knew it would be you. Of course, you're fashionably late. Yeah, yeah, I'm so sorry. Late to the party, Gemini. But like, where is it? What's happening? What's going yeah. on? Is on? She better be. Is there food? Yeah, right. I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. I liked your, your- Oh, the, the charcuterie boards oh. in heaven are going to be lit. <laughs> I want prosciutto only. Okay. And I want as much as I could eat pretty much okay (laughs) Rachel what about you double Scorpio hit me with like a profound answer okay well I've always hoped and believed that in the moment of death you understand everything yeah so you there are no more no more questions it's actually all the questions are answered it's like an all-knowing but you only that's just what I thought when I was little so I guess I I still hope that could be true that just a blink of just understanding it all um and then i would love to be able to basically have the key to everything like to see inside everything because i love seeing how people set up their life and their home i love like listeners know this but like i love walk taking walks during dusk because sometimes you can see in to people's living room and like how did they what art is on the wall So you're just nosy. I love it. You just like what? I want to be a fly on the wall, nosy. When I die, I love it. Also, big Scorpio energy. I wake up early to see what my neighbor's living room looks like. 
Like you wake Creeper. up early for that. I know, I know. Shit, I wake up early to fly places and eat. That's it. I don't give a fuck about anybody's yes. room. But That's so funny. Is it Scorpio? It's like I want to know what's going on. Yeah, inside. Yeah, in private. Yeah. It <laughs> is so funny. I don't know if I have met anybody in the hour and a half that we have spoken. <laughs> I don't know if I've met anybody as Scorpio as you. <gasps> Thank you. Like you might. I knew she would take it as a. (laughs) Yeah, no, because it was. It legitimately. Yeah, I can feel that. I can feel that was a compliment. That is, I, I'm, I, I'm gobsmacked. Well, do you think it's because my where I my son and where I'm going, my ascendant are Scorpio? Yeah, and I think Mm. you have Mercury, Venus, and Scorpio too. But you have a lot of Scorpio in your chart. Yes. So you're like four or five planets in Scorpio. Yeah. So Holy that's maybe shit. why. Yeah. It's just and, a, waited. Right. And then I just think because you're the Aries moon, it just is delivered mm-hmm. on full volume. That's so on true. Fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's on fire. <laughs> and that's why I love it. Because again, I don't play favorites. Aries moon might win though, just because on the level of pattern, they do saturate among, you know, my best friends the most, which is oh, OD, nice, Aries nice. energy. Okay. Nice. And yeah, like your Scorpio energy is just literally in a fucking conflagration because it's like where it is for everybody to see. And it's so funny. I love it. Don't ever change. Thank you. Don't ever change. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Colin. Oh, no, thank you guys. Colin. Such a joy. Go ahead. This this has been so fun and maybe one of our longest episodes, but like it feels like it just flew by. Oh, that was... Oh my Hello. gosh, that was so fast. No, it really was. I can't believe it's been an right? hour and a half. Okay, yeah, I guess it's time to oh, And I still have I a few more done. questions. Oh, hit me with it. Okay, go ahead, yes. No, 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 no. Oh. You're not done. Okay, I still have yo. a few more questions. Yes. Um, you write for fucking Cosmo, which yeah. is the coolest the thing. How did that happen? Girlfriend. So yes. it, was, it was really strange. It was only two months after my website went live. Two months. Oh, nice. My website went live on like June twenty second. I heard from Cosmo August twenty second, or like September. Wow. Two to three months afterwards, and in that span, my best friend passed away. So I'm oh. pretty convinced my friend had something to do with it. I mean, if you feel that, oh, without okay, a doubt. then then you know that. Mm. She is such a string puller over there, and just helping me in so many ways. I am absolutely convinced she helped me because okay. like that was the first signal because oh. like I was really trying to create this career out of thin air like yes I had astrologers who would support me but it's like if you're not getting paid to do this work good luck you know yeah and when I heard from Cosmo and their legacy of mm-hmm. like astrological publications in the mainstream media oh, world yeah. on like month three I was like oh I guess I'm gonna do this <laughs> yeah I guess we're going here so yeah wow. I know I've oh. been writing for them ever since since September 2017 so cool oh, iconic yeah <laughs> they are and they're really lovely they, they 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 let me keep my capricorn moon tone which i appreciate because you know i don't like, like oh my god turn up your snapchat and like check yes! out Instagram. <laughs> i don't fucking write no. that, you know mm-hmm. but i mm-hmm. told them straight up and down like i'm gonna deliver this from like a personal growth approach hope you don't yes. mind and they're like totally fine so i yes. love them mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Oh, good i love it good, good, good. Yeah. Other um, do you consider have? yourself a witch? Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, 
Totally, Ooh. like every other good little gay boy. I mean, yeah, I even have like a magazine. I, if I reached for it, I have a magazine behind me about the witches. Um, Yes. but no, it just, that, that was an iconography that I always related to. I used to watch uh, Bewitched with my mom the, from the 1960s. Uh, love Charmed, love Harry Potter. Let's all, uh, you know, the third season of American Horror Story, Coven. Yes, I mean, I'm just yes. like, I love this iconography because it is a Mm strong hmm woman who owns her otherness as a source of power. mm hmm mm hmm Yep. And Done. owns her darkness too. Yes. And then says, but it's in the light too. So like, don't even think that you don't have it too, you fucking mortals. Mm hmm Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Amazing. Um, That was I my questions. okay. I have one last last one Oh, for I'm for saying listeners. it better be will we have a round two so that this Oh, is cool. yes, we will. We Okay, will. We will. That's yes. Okay. that's already decided. <laughs> A given. Um, <laughs> uh, here's a question from listeners <laughs> who are experiencing this. When so the whole thing with Mercury retrograde and everyone yes. feeling more debt like we're gonna generalize, but more of a down energy with it. This person ha um, was born in a Mercury retrograde and they feel up when Mm. <gasps> two. they, you too. Okay. Yes. Can you explain that? Whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, I, I could look at your charts and tell you, you definitely weren't Rachel because I was No, looking this for is that. someone else. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so if you're born during a Mercury retrograde, you're a natal Mercury retrograde person. What I find is that, theoretically, the, the cognition, the perception, and the language and communication that we offer others, uh, it takes center stage. So we just are asking those questions. We're saying, are you sure? Let's just fact check. Let's be adaptable. And I think what Mercury retrograde people actually enjoy is a life of surprise and a life of excitement and unknown. Uh, and that's technically why we thrive here, because the reason why most people reject Mercury retrograde is because they reject the uncertainty that it provides. But we live there. So we're like, this is nothing. And isn't it great? Because I don't have to figure it out. Let the universe do it. And so that does not surprise me. And then generally for other people, if you're a Mercury direct person, this is a time to take the experiences from November 3rd to January 30th, because that was the, that was been the direct period that we've had. Right. And actually Mercury retrograde gives us a time for data assimilation and internalizing Mm hmm Okay. because so much of what we talk about is real heady and abstract and intellectual. Whereas when Mercury retrogrades slow down, it just gives us the moment to go, let me think deeper with more gravitas and impulse control because modernity moves too fast. Even modernity in a global pandemic still moves so fucking fast. Mm. Mm. Could not agree more. Holy It's exhausting. shit. Okay. So Mercury retrograde is like, bitch, slow down. And then when Mercury moves direct on February 20th, you'll have the wisdom, you'll have the integration. You'll be good. But move slowly. Okay, that was so informative. Thank you so much for that. My pleasure. Thank you for letting me answer it because this has been so much fun. It's just a delight. And where can listeners find So you? fun. I mean, besides Cosmo. Uh, besides I got a slumber party that we better have, uh, Yeah. they can find me at queercosmos.com. Yes. Cosmo. Yeah, that's where I'm at. That's where I live, basically. So they can connect with me there. And I'm just about to open some like mini reading slots on the app called Intro, which I'm really excited Nice. about. So we can do quick little chats and discourses and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, well, I feel so lucky to have gotten to have this I time love with it. you. Likewise, likewise. And um, Mm-hmm. let's just wrap it up with a basic blessing, something we're each grateful for today. Okay. Mm. Who goes first? Anyone? Whoever feels it. 
Man, it's, it's a flood of different things, but the one that's the loudest right now mm. is I'm grateful for the privilege of being seen and validated by astrologers like you, Colin and Heidi, who did this chart Aww. that you got to speak on. Mm-hmm. It's always feels so good to feel understood mm. and oh. seen. Yes, I'm just grateful that I had 90 minutes of a fucking amazing conversation. Like that's Gemini heaven on earth. (laughs) So true. Yes. Yes. This is all I need. Just let's chat and laugh, but get real. But like, just make you. You Mm. made me laugh more than anything, and I really. Oh my god, I needed that. It was so so rewarding. Oh, good, good, good. good. I am so grateful that my pain is gone from yesterday and just feeling better, grateful for my health and hoping that it continues upward. Yes, me too. Me too. Yes. To Grateful to be here. Go. Yes. I just don't yes. want to die yet, guys. Right. No, you won't. <laughs> I have a great <laughs> life to, to live. Pain. Right. In that order. Okay, Aaron. Why do you ask? Why? Right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> keep asking. Don't ask. Right. I know. I love so, it. So I love it. No, this has been. Colin, this was such a fucking honor. Likewise. Yeah. Likewise. Oh. Have me back whenever you want. I cannot wait to relive this. Okay. And I just put my mm-hmm. day in a wonderful direction. Thank you. Witches,